Can you hear the Maybe? No, is that what the thing is? No, you're saying there's a always. It's a, yeah, it sounded like that. Oh. It's just in my ears. We're recording though. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> what is up, guys? <laughs> what is up, everyone? Okay. So I'm anxious today. <laughs> we'll As just you say like that. down more caffeine. I know. I don't know why I do that. The most anxious day is I'm like, I'm gonna go get a coffee. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Okay, wait, pause. What? Do you hear it? E- well, yeah, I hear it, but that's not what I'm, <laughs> that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, I'm thinking if there... Oh, you have to tell us first, before you tell us your big interesting story about what happened to Griff, you have to tell us um, how your Subaru date went, because that was your challenge from the last episode. <gasps> oh my god, I And I saw it. it. Yes. So. Well, so we didn't go anywhere. But we got this mattress that fits in the back of our outback, and it's like a queen-size mattress, and we blew it up, or whatever, and then turned on the car in the driveway, because we didn't really go anywhere. But, yeah, so it wasn't really that much of a date, but we watched a movie. But that was your challenge, was to do, like, an at-home, cute, like, creative date, and you did it. Yeah, it just wasn't that creative. <laughs> it was cute. It, it was super It cute. was fun. Well, it was fun, because, like... I don't know. We just got to, like, lay in bed, but it wasn't bed. <laughs> but it so wasn't we did just that. sitting at your house, either. Yeah. Well, you told me I had to color an adult coloring book, and it's over there, and <gasps> I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the same one that I have. Yeah, I didn't do it. But I did okay. do... <laughs> but I did do lots of, um, like, art stuff on my iPad. Oh, okay. Well, so I was I was... The creative juice. It is were a flowing. little different when you have a pencil in your hand, though. I know. I mean, I had an Apple pencil. Oh my god. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, I had lots of little creations and coloring pages that I downloaded to my iPad. I just I don't have any colored pencils to be honest. And yeah. So I, I was like, do some. I add it to my grocery pickup or? Yeah, and colored no. pencils kind of aren't cheap. No. Like I bought a pack of Crayolas and. Just regular colored pencils, and it was like $19.99 on Amazon. And that was like the cheapest I could find yeah. for like a big pack. Yeah, for like all the ones you want. Yeah. It's expensive. Also, if you hear my dog hitting his cage, my apologies. I don't hear it in the He got a new toy, <laughs> and he's loving yes, it. It's got peanut butter in it, and he's really fighting for it right now. <laughs> okay, story time. Bailey hasn't told me this story yet. Also, me and Bailey are seeing each other for the first time. Yay. In post quarantine. Well, like two months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. And now we're going to have normal. Normal podcasts. I know. And so maybe the audio won't sound so like airy because of like the way Zoom records. Yeah. Which by the way, all the podcasters right now who we listen to who are doing Zoom. They're all sounding. And I'm like, how are y'all getting it to clear like that? Like you can tell that they're not in person. But it's so much clearer, but I think it's because they're going through a professional mixer. So if anybody wants yeah, us to I'm buy sure. one of those, or if y'all can buy us one of those, that would be <laughs> if you want to bend fire. Me. <laughs> um, okay, tell us okay, story. Okay, story time. So this morning I was at my sister's house, and I was just hanging out, having a cup of coffee. Well, a little bit of coffee. <laughs> I needed another one. Um, and I get a call from my husband's mother and she was a little frantic and was like 
don't be worried, but Griff is with the cops right now. And I was like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> so I was like, what's going on? And I was kind of freaking out. And she was like, well, so um, so he was at his guide trip. He's a, I've, I'm sure that I've said this a million times, but he's a fly fishing guide. And he had um, a trip today, but it was just supposed to be a half day until like 11, like 6 a.m. to 11, like an early one. Right. Um, and so he went to the river and parked his car, and it was just supposed to be a waiting trip. And we're supposed to go to his family's ranch later this afternoon. And um, so he took our dog with him and in the car, and his dog was just – or our dog was just going to wait while he was finishing up his um, wade trip. And two cops pull up and see Coda in his kennel. And mind you, like, I thought he left Coda in the kennel in the car with the, like, windows rolled up or something. Because whenever his mom got a call from the sheriffs, like, they said, oh, um, your dog is in a ton of distress. And we pulled up. He's panting really hard. Like... He couldn't breathe, all this stuff, and I thought he left him in the car with no air. Mm-hmm. And so Griff was about to have a divorce when he got. Oh yeah, he was in the doghouse. <laughs> but what really happened? So that's what they told his mom, and I couldn't get a hold of Griff for like over an hour because he was still. Wait, how did they get Griff's? Did they just like so, run the plates or something? Yeah. So sorry I'm not telling this story it's giving me like flashbacks like I was so stressed this morning I haven't heard this story and I already feel stressed I know well so they said they pulled up to the car so his he has just like a white Tacoma a Toyota Tacoma and um it was parked by the water and it was just the dog in there and no one was there because he was already on his trip and the cops pulled up and ran the plates but technically that car is owned by his dad. Right. So they looked up his dad and found an emergency contact for him because they couldn't find anyone with the car. So they thought it was like abandoned or something. And so his mom was on that emergency contact. So they called her and that's why she got called. So wait, he was, was Coda in his kennel for the whole trip? Yes, but he wasn't even in the car. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So they called her and made it seem like Griff had been, uh, like, neglecting him and, like, basically doing animal abuse. Right. And he, like, wasn't even in the car. So he was apparently, you know, panting and, like, doing all this stuff. So they went and found him by the water and said, hey, are you Griffith? And they were like, he was like, yes. And it was two girl cops. And um, and he was like, yes, what, what's going on? And they were like, well, we just saw that your dog is in really high distress. And it is way too hot for um, him to be in the kennel right now. And he was like, he's outside. He was literally outside in the bed of the truck. Right. And Well, because Griff's not an idiot. Like, he's not just leaving no, the dog he in the truck. Yeah. Ever. But they made it seem like he had been abusing him. And oh my and they made God. his mom think that. And, like, Griff wasn't answering the phone. 
So all morning while he wasn't answering, I was thinking like Coda was like in the car with no air, which I never thought that Griff would ever do that anyway, but the cops made it seem like that. Sure. So, um, so they were like, you need to come to your car and like see, um, your dog. Mm -hmm. And he was like, okay, whatever. So they go. And so his kennel is really big since he's an 80 pound dog and he just keeps it locked and because we have a lock on it with a key and he was just in the bed of the truck in the shade and it was 70 degrees this morning Mm -hmm. his weight trip started at like six in the morning so it's not like midday 100 degrees sitting out in the sun like it was 70 degrees and he was literally in his kennel outside yeah and they were like, see, your dog is panting. This is um, not okay. Like, you, um, if you want to keep going on your trip and go back to work, you have to have him on a leash. Like, he cannot be in that kennel. And he was like, what makes you think that, like, I'm neglecting my dog? And they were like, well, he's just in high distress. And Griff said literally he walked up. Griff, or Coda wasn't even panting. Like, at all. Yeah, Coda was probably like, what the hell, dude? Well, and Griff told me, he was like, also, this morning, before I left the house, I hosed him down with um, hose water. Right. And so he was soaking wet so to keep him cool, and I gave him an entire bowl full of water, and he drank it all before I left. And I was about to check him in, like, 30 minutes. Right. Like, because it was a really short trip. It yeah. wasn't supposed to be, like, an all-day thing. And... Also, another dumb thing they said, they were like, well, what if it started pouring outside and he got, and he like got wet and like couldn't get out because of the rain. And Griff was like, he like told them, he was like, that kind of like makes no sense. Cause wouldn't it like cool him off if it started raining? They just weren't making any sense. Just like looking for problems. It sounds like. Yeah. And which is a stupid problem. It's like a stupid problem to look for. I just don't even understand where well, they were like, coming from. Well, I'm like, we're in a pandemic. Don't you have, like, anything better to do <laughs> right. than my husband who's, like, at work and he's... Our dog is, like, in the bed of a truck with fresh air and it's 70 degrees. Like, it's nice out. Right. And... But whenever I got that call, I was freaking out because I was like, yeah. oh, he must have accidentally, like, forgot to leave the windows down and he's... Coda's, like passing out yeah or whatever because I looked up this chart and it says like in 70 degree weather inside a car can get up to like it can be 30 degrees more than whatever it is right so like 70 would be like 100 degrees 75 so it can get really hot in the car and that's what I was thinking and they made it seem like that and he was like no I literally left him in the bed of the truck he was fine he was, like, asleep when they went up to him. And anyway, it just, it was such a stressful morning. And they stopped him in the middle of work. And he was like, well, since I'm not in trouble, like, can I have my license and get back to work? Because, like, you're in the middle of, like, a way trip with me and my client. Like, my client's having to deal with this. And they were like, okay, but you have to have your dog on a leash. So he had to carry Coda, like, during work. Which is just, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was just... I understand that they're worried and they're trying to take more safety precautions for animals and stuff. But, like, 
Griff isn't dumb enough to like leave his car. Well, like he wasn't if, in the car. That's what I'm, they had no reason to approach the dog. Even he if he, yeah, if he had been in the car, I would have said, yeah, okay, like you can approach him. But like, dogs stay in the beds of kennel, like in the in beds of trucks place, yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's. And it wasn't like he was in a hundred degrees. It was literally at like seven this morning, and it was seventy degrees. It was insane. Yeah, that's a lot of stress for no reason. It just sounded like they had nothing better to do, and they were just, like, (laughs) They were bored. Yeah. But, and I, like, am all for, you know, if I saw someone leaving their dog, and it was 100 degrees, and they went and ran into, like, H-E-B or something, I'd be like, no, and call the cops. Right. And, but, it just wasn't the case, and, oh, it was really stressful. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah. And he was still working, so he wasn't answering his phone, and I thought, like... Because they said, they were like, you know, technically we could, like, take your dog. Well, that's what I was thinking you were going to say is that they took him. I'm surprised that they didn't. And these people sound like they're problematic enough to take the dog. Oh, I know. Yeah, they can take your dog and put them on hold at the shelter. That which is insane. so bad. Oh, my God. I would have raised him. Yeah, I can't even. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to see you today if you would have. Had oh, I would have been a that. wreck. I. Oh my god, I can't. So, that was really stressful this morning, and I. After that, I was just a little neurotic. I was just like. I'm being neurotic still. I am. I'm like shooken up. Well, because like. It was just stressful getting a call from a cop and like not, or it wasn't like those cops, but it was someone like. At the sheriff's office or something, like, calling the emergency contact. And I thought someone was hurt at first. Well, I bet Griff did, too. Can you imagine a cop showing up and being like, are you Griffith? He's probably like, oh, shit. Yeah. I know. My wife or my family member has been in an accident or something. Right, yeah. And it's just, like, such a waste of time, like... I don't know. And I, Griff, I agree with you. Like, go find some better stuff to do. I know. And Griff said he his fur was literally soaking wet. And so he was, like, staying cool, and it was 70 degrees. Because Coda has a ton of hair. He's a golden retriever. Like, we know to, like, keep him cool. We know ways to keep him cool. And, like, Griff isn't dumb enough to, like, leave him in a car distressed, like, without... Anyway, it was really stressful, and I was about to lose my shit. (laughs) He's eating the toy like I told you he was going to. Oh, my God. (laughs) My dog is gross. Um, yeah, that's insane. That's all crazy. Yeah, it was. This is a real cop-heavy week. I know, I was about to say, speaking of cops... Jesus. So... Fix it. Guys, we gotta do better. (laughs) Okay. That's all I have to say. Pause. I feel like this conversation, like, for people who are gonna listen to this, even the people that we're, like, friends with, we're gonna have a very, like half and half it's gonna be divided yeah Yeah. because some people are gonna be like we don't know the whole story first of all if you're gonna say that like piss off because (laughs) even if you don't know the whole story like first of all the whole story like it should end at like this cop murdered this guy who was handcuffed and not fighting back and not resisting arrest so like that should be your whole story but also, like, wasn't the whole, like, the reason he was arrested was because of an alleged forged check or something. Somebody thought he wrote a bad check, so the person in the grocery store called the police. So it wasn't that he had a gun or that he was posing a threat. Even if he was, 
Even this if he was, was writing a bad check. Yeah. No, um, even if he was, like, posing a, th- like a threat at some point, he oh, wasn't yeah. when he got arrested. So, like, there's just, like, no way in my brain to, like, justify this. Like, and also, like, sometimes... There are videos that are released, like, where you can't see certain things, like, somebody in the car had a gun or some, like, there's something out there that you're yeah. like, oh, well, maybe it's always it was a, a tough little situation. Bias. Okay, this wasn't a tough situation, like, the guy had his knee on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes, and, like, yeah. blocking his airway, and... And he was unconscious for, like, almost three minutes, it was, like, two hours, or two minutes and, like, 43 yeah, seconds and or something. Yeah, after, like, four to, like, after four minutes, I'm pretty sure, like, you're unconscious, and then, like, four to six minutes starts, like, brain damage because of loss of oxygen, and he was on there for eight minutes, and he was like, hey, you're a tough guy, aren't you? Like, you think you're a tough guy. That's what the cop was saying to this guy when he was yelling for his mother. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know that. What the fuck? Right. Sorry. Oh, no. It deserves that. I, yeah. I literally, like, can't I didn't my know head. that part. Yeah. I, so, oh, also, this is, like, a good question for anybody who feels like responding. Um, so, lots of people I know shared the video of it happening. I don't do that. I don't share the video. I, but I've seen mixed things. Like, I've seen people of color say, stop sharing videos of like, black people wanna... getting killed. We don't need to, like... We that's not what we need for awareness. Like there are other ways for yeah, action to be taken. It is a to, lot. Yeah, but then I've seen people who say like it needs to be seen by people who are turning a blind eye to it. I don't share it because I don't want people who are already afraid to like relive it. And I don't think I'm being helpful well, that's by traumatic. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like so I I'm interested to know because I'm white and I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm interested for somebody to tell me like. Yeah, their thoughts on it because I'm not sharing it. I'm just not going to do it because the people I know who follow me are are the ones who have said, please stop sharing that stuff. So I'm just not going to do it. But I don't think the video of anybody being killed should be shared anyway. That is it's, sick. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, like even if he had had a gun and was trying to attack the cop, like that's almost torturous versus... You know, it reminds me of that. I don't know if you've ever listened to the podcast. It's called 16 Shots. That cop, this was maybe, I don't even remember, maybe early 2000. I don't remember what year it was, but I, it was a while back. But there was a cop who, um, there was a a robber or whatever, and he was um, robbing different banks, and right. they were going up to him and... I don't even think he was trying to shoot back at all these cops. And this cop basically, like, did overkill on him instead of shooting him once or twice just to, like, knock him down to stop running away after the burglary. Like, he shot him 16 times, had 16 bullets in him. And it's like, that is so much, you know, and, and they were talking about the timing too like think how long it takes to do 16 shots like one two three yeah so it's like he was doing this for such a long period of time that you would think he would be like oh this is like I don't need to do it anymore yeah but he like kept going and kept and it was a white cop and a black person of course it was yeah (laughs) and like 
obviously I'm all for safety and all of that stuff, but they would have never done that to a white person. Hell no. I, listen, (laughs) I, for a long time, was falling into this group of people who were very close to me that were like, you're only seeing this because of a certain political thing. Like, it happens to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, does it though? Like, I don't know. And then, but I was like, going to stay as far away from it as I could. And this was like, you know, a long time ago, like early college. But I was like, I'm just going to stay away from it because I'm not black. I have no place in this. And I finally was like starting to see these things like, you know, as I grew up a little and like exposed myself to more people. Once I got to college, it was like, you watch, like, mass, like, school shooters and stuff, like, peacefully put into a fucking cop car. And I'm like, with, wait a minute. Like, yeah. if a black teenager were to walk into his school with a gun on his hip, he'd be shot before he even pulled his weapon. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, for like, sure. And then you, like, see those people, like, the guy who shot at the movie theater was, like, put into a cop car, wasn't he? Like, that big movie theater shooting. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty I sure he I... was, like very gently escorted out and he just like like mass killed all these people with an automatic weapon yeah it just doesn't make sense to me and but either and it shouldn't even be about color no 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 and here i was talking about this with somebody the other day too they were like talking about police officers in general like aside from everything we're talking about right now police officers in general have like power like that not only so do they have power. power, they have weapons strapped to their body. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. their presence is intimidating on its own. But I also feel like I should say this. My brother-in-law is a cop. And, oh, he's a detective. And I love yeah. him. And I love hearing his side of things because it's mm-hmm. very different. And I have a friend who's about to be an officer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about the 16 shots or whatever, I haven't seen that and I'll have to listen to it. It's but really good. They were talking... I've asked them both about this. Like, what's an overkill? Do you shoot to immobilize or do you shoot to kill? And they're like, here's the thing about immobilizing. When somebody has done something enough to be shot at, usually adrenaline is pumping through their body so much that it one shot doesn't... It's like they haven't been shot at all. So, like, they have yeah. to fire more than they would if I were just sitting on my couch. Right. Because the adrenaline keeps them going. 16, to me, still sounds excessive, but I don't know anything about guns. I would think if somebody was shot 16 times, that's fucked up, and he was down before you fired oh, the 16th Oh, he was. Well, shot. they said that he was... Sh- or he was pretty much dead after, like, three or four shots. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, it's just like Because a, a lot of the shots were, like, in his back and to his head and in his spinal cord like there was no way he was alive before the right. 16 shots like he he so probably just a rage kill yeah it was and the thing was too is like he was just sitting there like he and you need to listen to it because um i've only listened to probably the first three or four episodes and it was like a couple of christmases ago so i don't remember like every detail but i remember Um, I don't think he was armed. I don't remember for sure, but I don't think he was armed. And then the cop that did the 16 shots wasn't even a part of it. He listened to it on the radio or like on their radios and drove up after they were already getting him to, um, like come to the cop cars and they were like calming him down and getting him to like stop. So he drove up 
like many minutes after the scene had kind of already calmed down Just and then he good. did it yeah. yeah so that is a big like thing that comes into play too it's like when do you come in on the scene? And when, you know, it's just, there's always things. Yeah, I think that, I think my biggest, well, I have a lot of issues with this. This one, I feel like, I mean, all of them are so bad. You know, like, all of the black people being killed by cops is so bad. Like, I I don't even know how to, like, wrap my head around it. None of them have done things worth being killed the way they were killed. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I mean, I can't think of one off my head that deserved that. Like, that I've watched the video where they've got a gun pressed up against a cop's head so they don't have a choice. You know what I mean? Like, it always just is, like, excessive force. Like, and it's, I think that I, like, and I'm just going to be totally honest and I don't know, we might get reamed for this, you know. (laughs) But, like, I think I really do, I'm afraid to say things sometimes because I don't want to step out of, like, I don't, I need to stay in my lane. Because I don't want to speak on something that I don't understand. I don't... Because there are people who... Like, there are white people who do this and then turn it into, like, a white savior thing instead of, like, a using, like, the privilege we have and using our platform to do something, like, that's actively helping or changing. So, like, I yeah. think it's, like, a weird line to... Like, to balance... And it's a super fine line, too, because it's, like, you want to be a part of it and like you want to be able you know same thing with just posting the justice for george picture that you know kind of blew up or whatever like i shared that and like i was even hesitant to do that because i'm just like am i in the right place to do that but also like i want to present myself as an outlet for the black community and like for um you know other people who don't have the same privilege i do and it's funny, even the story that I just told about Griff and stuff this morning, like, I was talking to my sister, and I was like, think if this had been, you know, Griff was lucky that he was just a white guy fisherman who has a golden retriever. Right. But, like, what if it had been a black guy fishing and had a big gray pit bull? Right. Like, think, they it's probably totally would have gotten fined, or they would have gotten arrested. Exactly. Like, it's totally different. Like, it that's is. What, the contrast is, like, cops that are trying to, like, instigate or pick fights. Like, it sounds like, you know, we were saying, like, those officers sounded like they were just being, you know, they were bored or whatever. But, like, there's a difference between cops picking at, like, goofy things. Like, oh, your dog's in the trunk on a perfectly fine day. Like, <laughs> yeah. not in distress and is fine. But we can just go bug him for a minute about it. And then there's, like the cops who instigate by taunting and demeaning and mm-hmm. condescending and then ultimately getting physical with these people and then killing like it's just like such a quick escalation and people that were like y'all don't know what this guy had done in his past like I don't give a shit I don't and also my this new thing that somebody somebody said this the other day um they like posted on Twitter or something they were like why do you keep telling like, why do we have to tell our black kids what to do to not be killed? And white people aren't asked what they're doing to get their kids to not kill other people. And I was like, oh, that seems extreme. But then I thought about it and I was like, if I were a mother and people were like, have you had the talk with your kid about how to not. Oh, that makes for me him sick to not get stomach. killed by cops. What the. Like, nobody should have to have that conversation. Like, 
they're, these are people in power that are supposed to, like, what's their, their thing? Serve and protect or protect and serve. I don't know what it goes in. But, like, yeah. that's their, like, role. One, like, one of the things we ask our kids at school for their, like, you know, their interverbal questions is, who helps keep you safe? And it's police officers. And that's one of the current programs for my client right now. And I won't ask him because the I, I'm just not going to do that. I, I don't feel comfortable hearing a kid be like, oh, they're... Well, and then it's like, at that point, it's almost like brainwashing your kid. Like, within the schools, they're like, who is keeping you safe? But at home, if their parents are going through this, these traumatic things with police officers and stuff. And obviously, every scenario is different. Like, you know, whatever. But it's like, what are they supposed to say? Like, when they go to school and talk about who keeps them safe, and they're like, well, I don't know who keeps me safe. And that is so sad to think about a kid not knowing if they're going to be safe just because of their skin color. That makes no sense to me. And also, I feel like, I mean, we should probably say this multiple times throughout this episode, but I also feel like it should be said that, like, I don't want to do the all lives matter or not all cops bullshit because, like, I don't think anybody's saying all cops are bad, and I don't think anybody's saying that everybody else's life doesn't matter Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) well I like just want to reiterate like there are police officers who believe in keeping their fellow officers in check you know if they see it they want to stop it if they're Mm -hmm. like hey man you're getting out of control let me step in here or something I know that there are those people that exist and I think my brother is one of those people I think my friend is one of is going to be one of those people I hope that they are those people so, like, I don't want to, I don't want to isolate a group of people that, you know, like, I don't want to isolate anybody. I don't, I, I just, like, it's so, it's so hard. I don't want to isolate, like. Well, and every scenario is different, too. Like, what if, um, was, do we know, like, I, I don't know for sure, but was this cop also with another cop? Like, I wonder yeah, if. Yeah, there were multiple. There were multiple That's there. what was so, I think there was five. And all four Jesus. of them, yeah, and all four of them stood there and watched people. They were more concerned about people recording than they were about their their pal over here saying, "Are you a tough guy now?" with his knee in his neck. That's what I'm saying. Like, where were the people that I like? Which again, I think this is why, like, subconsciously, I tried to stay away from these stories because I don't want to believe that there are people in power that like can pull me over at any moment. I don't want to believe that there are people who will pull my friend over at any moment and decide that day that they're having a bad day and end up in the death of somebody else like I don't want to believe that that's a possibility but like the fact is like it is a possibility and it's happening every single day and when I'm just like the other day when I was watching the video that I was just telling you about the they were taking these mass shooters just and putting them in the car and mm-hmm. politely taking them away yeah and then shooting people who were already restrained or put down or killing them and other like I just don't, and there are still people who are, like, trying to justify it in some warped way, but this one I feel like is different because I haven't seen so much defense for this. I, there was so much defense for the guy who shot Trayvon Martin. Yeah. So many people were like, oh, well, he was running around with a hoodie and what were we supposed to think? Like, you're supposed to think, leave him the fuck alone. Right. <laughs> That's what, you're supposed to think nothing. Let him exist like a normal person. That, like, Until someone does something that warrants that. Right. But, no, that guy stalked and chased him like a hunter to prey. That was bullshit. 
But people were still defending that guy, saying, like, oh, well, he stole something from a gas station once or some shit. So the Who fuck the- was? <laughs> yeah, like, so did I when I was 15 yeah. or whatever. Like, <laughs> right. It, that that uh, doesn't... But I'm, it's like a... Nothing about this is good, except the only thing I think is that you can say is positive is that even my most right-wing friends who are always, like, back the blue are like, hey, this was fucked. Like... This was bad. There yeah. was there, and they're the they're the last ones I would think to like step up. And also to say something about what you said a minute ago, I've been reading a lot of different things from people of color online because that's where I want to get my information from about how to handle it, like as a white person, and like mm-hmm. kind of how to navigate that without sounding like I'm, you know, whatever. Well, but yeah, they were basically saying like, "Hey, like we get it. Like you want to stand with us, be with us, whatever." But, like, you saying it on Twitter a hundred times does nothing for us. Like, and they've posted a bunch of links about, like, where to donate and all of that stuff, um, which we should probably post on our Instagram. Yeah, we should. I think, yeah, I think we should do that. Um, So we can release those resources just for whoever follows us and might not see it elsewhere. But they're like, that's how you can help. Like, step in when you see a cop acting up with somebody. And I feel like... To me, it was like, would I do that? Like, if I saw a police officer who I knew had a gun... Excuse me, Dax. <laughs> if you could just pipe down. We're doing a podcast here. Yes, her dog's oh, name is Dax. T- <laughs> <laughs> my dog is acting a fool. Um, But I'm like, if I saw a cop, like, getting overly aggressive or abusing their power, like, would I have the balls to be like, I'm going to jump in here and, like, use my, like... It's so sad. Like, we have to use whiteness as a shield for black yeah, people. That is, is bullshit. Like, it shouldn't matter. If I'm acting like, like, would I act a fool because I know I'm not going to get killed. Like, for a guy just who to might save, get shot. Exactly. Right. I'm like, but, at the same time, but at the same time, you're like, do I put myself in this position because, one, I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. in this situation. And, two, like, this is... You know, like, yes, you could help that person, but also you could get yourself in a shit ton of trouble. Right. And, like, you may, like, you could get a fine for, like, I don't even know what laws are around, like, inserting yourself in something like that. Well, I mean, there's tons of stuff that could go wrong. Like, first of all, if you touch a police officer, you can be, like, assaulting an officer. They can call assault. And... That's a charge, and if you're, it's obstruction of justice. That could be a charge. Like it's just tons of stuff that you don't know. And also, I just want to reiterate that <laughs> cops have power regardless of who they're around because of their legal status, because of their professional status, and because they have weapons. They have tasers and batons and guns, and I don't think the majority of people that they're confronting have those things. I mean, I know that they're and obviously they're not police needed. Are, well, no, but I'm saying, like, what if a, what if I'm, you know, hey, man, I'm just going to stand here and, like, kind of be this guy's friend while y'all do this process to make sure nothing goes wrong. But what if that cop's having a bad day anyway and he fires that gun off at me and says that I did something, like, got in the way? You know what I mean? You because just who are they going to believe? Exactly. That's, yeah. what, that's the whole, it's like a vicious cycle because even with this guy who, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, had 12 separate complaints of 
um, abuse of power and physical violence against people he is like uh, pulled over and stuff that with no repercussions oh, or yeah and they weren't they just arrested him today and I'm like yeah with third degree murder yeah and yeah. I'm good lock that motherfucker away. away everybody's like what about his family and I really do feel for the guy's family like sorry about it but if you his kids or his wife or your parents like I'm sorry I'm that sorry. you're losing it I'm sorry that you're losing your family member and I, I really do but also you're you. probably safer exactly. because if he could do that to someone else what makes you think he's not what makes you think he's because what makes you think that if he could do that to a stranger what makes you think he wouldn't be abusive in their home exactly and and two this makes me you know question what the and I don't know anything about it, but like, it makes me question what the training process is and how, you know, testing goes and like behavior tests and like what all is within the whole like police training academies I, or like, you know, however thing, they're trained. The only thing I know about, um, like that stuff is that because of the when I was looking for criminal justice jobs and stuff a while back is it there's a psych evaluation because you're carrying a weapon and you know you're being put in power there's a psych evaluation there's also like first aid you're a first responder that's the biggest thing I've seen too if somebody is hurt what like and it, you have to render aid to them even if you're the one that shot them you go and help them until you can put them in the car and take or the ambulance, whatever. You have to render aid to that person. You can't just you you can't sit on their neck for eight minutes and listen to them cry for help when they're already handcuffed. You have to help. Yeah, them. what was he gonna do? He was unarmed and handcuffed. What could you possibly do? Try to run away? Yeah, right. Maybe, but there's five cops. No one. He's not getting through any of them. Exactly. So like, what? constituted him being able to even think that he has the right to put someone else's life on the line just because what and my thing is too like he could have been like I just picture it he could have been being like oh like all macho trying to show off like Mm -hmm. think of all not to get too like feminist annoying (laughs) whatever but think about all that testosterone yeah like all these men getting hyped up on, you know, feeding off of each other, laughing and making it a joke. And he's like, oh, I'm macho enough to be on his neck for eight minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want someone like that trying to, quote unquote, keep me safe. That yeah. doesn't make me feel safe. If anything, that makes me more want- afraid. Yeah. Well, that's my thing is like, it's just evil. Like, I, but my thing is, I don't want to say, like, oh, I'm so scared because here's, I've never been afraid when I've been pulled over. I've never yeah. been afraid when I walk past the cop. I'm not afraid for my family members when they get pulled over or when they're, when they're at a party that gets busted or whatever. I, I, I'm never, I don't have that fear. So, like, but I do have these, I do have friends and I do have, you know, family members, not family members, people that are like family that, like, I fear for Mm -hmm. and I my heart is broken for them because they're terrified of like the people that are supposed to help protect them and I just I think that also because you know like I'm like a super like empathetic person Mm -hmm. there's no way for me to connect with that 
when I'm telling them, like, hey, I understand your fear, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea what it feels like to be scared. It's something that you can sympathize with and you can be there for for them, but you can't empathize. You can't put yourself in their shoes because you don't have any idea. You don't know what has happened to any of their family members. Right. And, you know... And also people, just, like, stop doing that. Like, white people stop doing that because it's annoying. Like, hey, we totally get it. No, the fuck you don't. Like, you can feel sad and you can feel bad. Like, I'm with you. Like, but yeah. people that are on, like, Twitter and Instagram and they're like, hey, we totally understand your fear. Stop saying that because you do not feel that fear. Like, no. your worst fear is that you're going to get a heavy fine or a ticket for speeding. Right. You are not afraid you're about to be ripped out of your car and killed. That's just not. And you're not having conversations with your kids about and hey, here's scary. what you do to be, you know, stay alive if you get a speeding ticket. That's insane. So yeah. qu- quit doing that. <laughs> and, that, and that's the scary thing, too, is, like, he probably never thought that that was going to happen that day. Like, if you're, you know, it's more likely that that would happen if you were going around shooting a bunch of people and stuff. And I'm not saying just because, like, he was black or whatever, but, like... It's more likely to happen like that, but when you're just going about your day and you get accused of something, like, okay, we'll work through that accusation and, oh, like, that didn't happen or that did happen, whatever. But it's like, he literally was just going about his day, went to the store. Just living life. Just being. Like, that is sickening. Well, and my thing was that people were like, are there, um... Did we ever find out if the check was actually bad? Who gives a, a shit? shit? Like, that you know how many old white women write bad checks to literally. go shopping? It has not mattered. <sighs> it doesn't matter now. It's not going to matter later. Like, it just doesn't matter. Because even if his oh check was bad. Let's pretend the check was bad. And Let's pretend somebody, he robbed a bank. Yeah. You don't do that. Right. Like, somebody it's just, call, I wish we did call-ins. Like, I would love to have, like, a live show and be like, hey, if you think that if the check was actually bad, let's pretend after all this that they were like, oh, it's a bad check. If you can call me and honestly say, like, oh, the check was bad, so he deserved what he got. I think I would first, hang up on you. Yeah, like, first of all, fuck you. And, like, I would never put you on any <laughs> platform ever. But, like, I would like to just to tell you to fuck off i've said the f word a lot in this episode well it's gonna be massively disappointed well i'm massively disappointed in our police system (laughs) (laughs) roasted (laughs) roasted i like but truly like it makes me just so sad for families like that and i just i really can't you know and you would think it's 2020 like you would really think that we would kind of be on the road to and be like way further along than we are no and we have made progress but like we're still not that far from mlk era like we're not Uh, no and it's it's that is what's so like like with it hasn't been that many years (laughs) no and his son is like the mlk junior my god what am i i'm sorry excuse me he his son is yes. like currently stand like fighting this war right now. Like he is taking a really public platform for this and I'm right. like what fucking year am I in? Like I know. Where Martin Luther King Jr.'s son is this now is literally over. what happened on the streets fifty years ago. Exactly. It's just bullshit. It's just not hoses and dogs. 
You know what I yeah. mean? Oh, and I that is like that sends like chills down my spine. Like that we're still such like a degenerative society that we're still going after people because and, and also I've heard this and I just want to throw this out here and get your thoughts. No, that's fine. People are like, Well, what if it's because we just have to take a little more time to grow out of the stereotype that like crime is higher in black communities and so like the stereotype doesn't come from nowhere. That I'm like that how do you <laughs> How do you not see the issue with that? Like, first of all, I I don't know that that's particularly true. And also, I've seen that um, all over the internet recently. Twitter is a bad place to be right now. Because I'm, like, seeing so much of both sides. And apparently, Trump just wants to shut all of it down. That's a whole other... When he... (laughs) I'm not even getting you started. (laughs) Look, when the side-by-side of those tweets... Oh, Where he was like, God, I know. I can't. They, these are good people. They just, sh- no, they're white people. And now these people are thugs. I know. It's okay to burn down cities when your fucking football team wins. Oh, but my it's, God, I know. It's not when your police officer kills an innocent guy. Oh, and what I was going to say, too. So, let's say he did write a bad check. Right. We are in a pandemic. People right. are suffering and starving their kids do not have food right people are waiting outside of food banks for hours in the hot sun waiting to get can like three or four cans of food so that they can feed their kids that night because we have been quarantined and not able to work for two weeks right or two months sorry so (laughs) yeah just two weeks so even if he had written the bad check like just let him have the bad check. He's probably trying to feed his food in a pandemic. Yeah. Feed like, his family. Feed his, you said feed his food. Oh, feed his family. I can't talk because I'm so upset. <laughs> but it, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like... Yeah. He... Like, this is not the time to be dealing with... it. We're already dealing with enough. Like, why are you making these poor people deal with all of this on top of... Well, my thing is, like... I've heard, so Austin police were basically like, hey, could y'all just not do anything bad for a little minute because we're not trying to pull y'all over and get COVID. Like, if y'all could just hang fucking tight until this is over. and Let them speed 10 over. Right. Like, give everybody a fucking break. But this guy was like, "Uh, you know what? I'm going to call four of my best pals. And we're going to pull this guy over for a bad check who literally was leaving the grocery store. They might as well have start shotgunning beers. (laughs) It was like a frat. They were like it was like a frat party. They were just yeah. Out. I you know whatever that oh, that makes me so mad. Uh, yeah, the whole thing is, and you know the the worst part. And I was thinking about this earlier, and I was actually doodling about it because I I'm like one of those people I can't like get words together when things like this happen. It yeah. makes me. This is probably the most anxious that I felt about this in a long time. Maybe because there's just no. Words. There's no reason. There's no like. It, I'm thinking about it, and I want to talk about it, and I have so much, like, drive to do something, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but also, it doesn't matter because he's dead. Like, all of these things, like, that guy's life was just ripped off the face of the planet because some asshole was power hungry and wanted to prove a point. And so now, here's my thing, though. I hope when he's in prison, I hope that somebody else has a bad day oh and they find out who he is and then they they beat his ass and he probably like i'm not even trying to be morbid or 
awful, but like he most likely will die in prison. Yeah, or he will not if he goes. No, if, no because the black community in there. Hell no! If they're fighting out here, they're gonna be fighting in there. Well, yeah. Like, it's and that's no joke. But honestly, like you kind of freaking deserve it. Like, well, look, here's my thing: if you're gonna, you know what? And I don't ever want to celebrate the death of anybody because I don't want to bring myself to that. So I'm not gonna be like, man, I hope he dies. No. But here's yeah. the thing: you reap what you sow, and I believe that. And if you're somebody who's literally cold and heartless enough to kill somebody just because you can because you have that power because nobody can do anything about it eventually that will come back around then you are gonna be you are gonna end up powerless and you are gonna be the one that ends up getting your ass kicked. yeah and best case scenario you know he maybe could get some therapy in prison if that's a thing maybe he could really talk to people and really like understand what he has done and hopefully he could be able to make amends with himself their families the community like yeah maybe one day i'm not holding my breath because that probably won't happen right but like that's best case scenario in this situation well, right. i feel like best case is but here's and also here's my thing like just devil's advocate i'm always for like the redemption story you know like mm-hmm. i i think like in everybody like that's why I want to do counseling like for the addicts and criminals or whatever I really believe that people can be you know like self-reflective and change but I that for this I just wonder after you kill somebody just like and I don't want to say in, would it be in cold blood right I mean cold blood and murder yeah I mean I, I just feel like that might be like a different kind of thing but if you can kill somebody just out of like hatred and I just wonder, like, is there coming back? Like, I would love to hear the story that he's, you know, like, talked to George Floyd's family. And if they can somehow find it in them to be like, hey, you know what? Like, thanks for going and doing some real soul searching and becoming an ally and becoming an advocate and becoming somebody who really wants to protect us. I don't think he should ever be given a badge again. Ever. He his, won't. No. Because he's already been no. convicted or whatever. Yeah. So I yeah, but I just like I would love to hear that story, but I'm with you. I don't think it's gonna happen. But also like, because someone with that who, much hate in their heart, like how do you think they can, like do you think they can come back? Mm. See, and I want to be like, yes, I do too, back. and I really do, and like I'm all for that. I am <laughs> because I'm a type seven. <laughs> right. I think that like I am a little bit of like kind of a grudge holder. I guess like sometimes I am like no like that what's done is done like that's there's no coming back and like even if he does all this soul searching like at the end of the day like it's kind of like you what is the saying you drink the poison oh that you're trying to kill someone else with it's like that's kind of the thing like yeah he killed that he killed george floyd but like he's gonna have to drink that poison for the rest of his life until he dies and he's probably not gonna die in like the best manner like no i i would be surprised if he died from natural causes yeah also i'm avoiding saying his name on purpose because i don't feel like he deserves the yeah i don't feel like he deserves the attention he's getting (laughs) so what if he's like thriving yeah that's what i'm saying that's what makes me sad too is yeah you don't know and like 
I really do hope that he can somewhere in his cold-blooded heart I hope that he can somehow work through that and like be able to say sorry and like really mean it but I I just don't think sorry is enough like there's like as many amends and as many like sorries he could say it's just like but here's There's the thing, not a- once you do shitty things, and this goes for anything, like, for literally anything in the world, as many shitty things as you do, you can say you're sorry. You can make the apology, you know, you can make the the grand gesture or whatever, but that's all you can do. You are you can't make somebody else receive it a certain way. And I don't think his family, I don't think George Floyd's family should ever feel like they need to be like they it's okay yeah we forgive you i don't think that they owe him shit i don't think that anybody owes him shit i feel like if everybody in the black community and everybody in the world wants to hate that guy for the rest of forever they are totally like do that they can everybody can do that i think yeah. that's perfectly justified but that guy needs to show some sort of like just for general humanity reasons like he needs to be like hey i kind of like have been you know working through what made me so like evil and what made me ha- have so much hate in my body that this is what I had to do. Yeah. Just because like I need to know that that's a possibility because to me it's very sad that anybody could do that and go on with their life in like just And I'm be sure fine he will, it. you know, show his um I I don't even know. Like I'm sure that he will say he's sorry and you know make some video and post it sure the news will i'm sure somebody will air him trying to look like a good guy right but it's like at that point sorry isn't good enough and like your words mean nothing yep unless you advocate and at and unless you make actions towards that and i mean it's the same thing like you don't want to hear someone's apology every 10 minutes like you want to see change exactly and which he's obviously not gonna have the ability to really go do that because he's in prison which i don't think he should but like he's he's not gonna be able to make that those actions and like he doesn't really deserve the opportunity to make those Mm -hmm. actions well because he's just so here's the thing even if he makes like the heart change or whatever and wanted to be an advocate and an ally you but i don't know that he could be you know like even people if people will free, shut him down people yeah. will be like you don't have the right mm-hmm. like it's not your like yeah. you lost your privilege on um trying to like keep our community safe and be a part of you know he had our, a chance when he pulled the guy over and he, he's like hey man you know i think you wrote a bad check and then let him fucking go you had that chance, but you sat on him and you told him that he wasn't a tough guy. He anymore. lost, yeah, he lost the privilege to, with all his other privileges, he okay. lost the privilege to be a part of that. And, and actually being able to show um, the black community that, like, there are, a, there are good cops out there. Yeah. Because there are. But, like, he lost that and he. Those are the guys who make cops look so shitty. And people are like, oh, don't hate on cops. But I'm like, how can you not? When this is what, you know, people are like, oh, you only hear about the bad ones and stuff. But it's like, we hear about so many. How are we not supposed to? Well, and here's another thing. Like, I know, and this is what I was like, the people that are saying, like, 
oh, I'm, you know, I'm white, but I hear you and I'm with you or whatever. And they're looking for some sort of like attention for being good, decent, not racist people. And I'm like, right. Like it shouldn't be like a big shocking revelation that you're on the side of justice or equality. That should be like a pretty much given or you're a shitty person and you need to reevaluate what's going on in your brain. It's like, oh, give that cop a bone because he wasn't racist today. Because he didn't pull his weapon on a guy who was unarmed. Good for you. Oh, good job. Yeah, it's like, no, like we need to do better. Yeah, like that should be normal. What's not normal is what happened. Like what, and I'm saying pull a weapon. This guy didn't even pull a weapon. That might have been more like that might have been a more graceful exit for George Floyd with a weapon because the way he did it was like cruel and unusual punishment. Like suffocating him like that was oh, that's sick, literal and torture. Yeah, he would have. I'm saying pull a weapon. He did worse than that. He just in the most like I just I don't know. I just don't have words for it, and I think it's bullshit. And I'm sad, and I'm angry, and I don't know what to do. I know I'm pretty angry about it too. It. It really makes me sad, and uh, it makes me worried for, you know, like, I, and I'm not trying to make it, I mean, obviously it is about, a lot about politics, and there's always sides, and whatever, but, like, it makes me wonder if who is running our country would these types of things had happened, because clearly this is getting people fired up, like, And I'm not saying, like, oh, it's Trump's fault or anything like that. Like, he's an idiot, but, like, he had nothing to do with this. But, like, it makes me just wonder, like, the, um, about, like, people who are in position to, like, lead our country and show people how to act and how to, you know, serve our country. Like, how are we teaching our citizens? And I just don't think that, like, the people who are in office right now are good, you know, leaders yeah. for that. And, like, No, because they foster an environment of loud, like, hate. I mean... I know. And I... No, Trump didn't have his... You know, he wasn't working this cop like a puppet, but his response was... Right. So shitty. Well, and that's what makes me question. I'm like, so would this have happened if we had, like, if we had Obama or Michelle Obama? Or oh, the, the a, king, queen, a queen. An actual queen. But if we, like, had someone like that, would... Well, the thing is, when he was president, it was still happening. Cops were still abusing their power. I think now it's just... But you have somebody like Obama who's actively speaking out against this stuff and is, you know, putting his heart and soul into telling, you know, being an advocate and saying, like, hey, this is not the kind of place that I want the United States to be. Right. But then you have, and he's not giving so much of a voice to the people who just have so much hate. And I don't even want to say the word hate only. I think it's just, like, it's anger, it's tension, it's stress. Well, that's what I mean. It's like... Trump gives these people platforms he gives them like he's like hey i'm big and loud and angry so you be big and loud and angry and that's how we're gonna make this shit work and it just doesn't it doesn't work so no i don't think he's responsible for it i do think it would happen if he wasn't in office still i just yeah people are empowered by him being an asshole and that's what's scary it's like the leader of your country should not be empowering you to be a dick 
Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it. there are going to be assholes out like that out there forever. Like, there are always going to be people who act like that. But it's just like, it does make me worried for our country and, like, how things are going because of who's in office. Like, right. I just... At this point, I'm ready for the election. I'm ready for a change, and I hope it does change. Um, I will say I'll be very after, disappointed. Yeah. If, after this whole... I mean, after the last three years, for the love of God, but after this George Floyd thing and after the way that COVID's been handled, but especially after the way that this George Floyd thing was handled, if hopefully. he's reelected, I think this country will revolt like i i don't it could get way worse yeah it's yeah well, like somebody there was could like, be this is only year three we can't fucking do eight and i was like oh my god imagine eight? having him for eight years where it, it's gonna be riots and we've already had those yeah but it's gonna get way worse yeah. if we don't do something which means go vote <laughs> Right. Shameless plug. On top of all the resources we'll leave in vote, our no. Instagram. Yeah. We'll just give you a little register to vote link also. Literally. I mean, it makes me really sad and I hope that I hope well, at least for me, like I would like to donate or do something, um, because at this point that's kind of all we can do other than just sit there and post on social media, but that does nothing. Right. You know, and that just gets people more fired up and right. more separated. But if we can, you know, whoever's listening, if we can, like, come together and try to, like, you know, be a good voice for people, that would be... Yeah. We can post all that stuff on our Instagram today. Yeah. Because I, I donated so. some last night. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to donate. I don't either. I donated some last night. I think anything is helpful. Um, yeah. But we can post all of those links on Instagram. Yeah, I think we should because, you know, a lot of people just don't know and they don't know, like, how to go about it. But I think just doing something. Just doing, yeah, doing Literally anything. anything. Stop saying, I have black friends, I'm not racist. Stop <laughs> oh, saying shit. that. That's a whole nother, <laughs> yeah, that's that's, a whole nother podcast yeah, for you. Yeah, um, if you're a cop, don't be a dick. Um, I mean, if you're not a cop, don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> and we'll all be good. Right. Stop being racist. If you're racist, stop listening to our podcast. We don't want you well, here. And you know, the thing is, too, you can think all of those things in your own home. Like, you go in your house. If you want to think all those things, that's fine. But, like, leave people alone. Uh, yeah. Just like, do whatever you want, but just don't do... Don't do whatever don't, you want. Well, think yeah, whatever don't do you that. Want, think isolate, whatever you want. Yeah. Bury yourself in hate. Isolate yourself all you want to, but... Stop bringing other people into it. Stop taking lives because of it. I'm over and it. And stop freaking out on Facebook. If you want something to change, go do it. Right. I'm like, sick go. of everyone fighting on Facebook. It's so... I deleted so, Facebook. I haven't had it for two years and my brain is healthier for it. I honestly should because it makes me so anxious and stressed out. And I feel like this kind of stuff makes me want to have a social media cleanse yeah maybe that could be a thing i think you should i think it's the best thing i ever did getting rid of facebook truly one of the best decisions i've ever made for my brain because i kind of hate facebook mm -hmm. because it worst. makes me anxious and all i read is trump versus 
Democrats. And it's just, it's not healthy for anyone to sit there and fight on Facebook for it. And it's not helpful. Social media warriors are doing nothing. I mean, bring awareness to bring people to action. Don't just post it to post it. Yeah, that's even why kind of I've had to, because I got a Twitter and I was like on it a lot, but I've had to distance myself for a few weeks just because of like so much political stuff. It was like making me more anxious, so I kind of stopped getting on it for a little while. Um, I mean, I wasn't like, I'm not getting on it, but just like, I wasn't getting on it as much. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been on, I don't get on Twitter very much, but I've been on it the last couple of days trying to keep up with some journalists and stuff. Um, yeah, this was heavy. This was really heavy, but I'm glad we got to talk about it because it's, you know, it's kind of a, yeah, it is. And hopefully... I mean, obviously, you know. Yeah. Posting the links or whatever. Maybe people will be more motivated. I know. Maybe I should post this on Facebook and be like, hey, you people, go listen and then delete. You should. Or not delete, but just like not get. Yeah. Or delete the app so I don't get on it. Yeah. And then, but so people. Uh, on the other side can go listen because I'm not here to say like oh us liberals need to separate from them but it's just like I do want to separate myself from people who think that that was okay because it's not right that's my thing I usually am like hey I'm like totally open to having a conversation or whatever and I am I am if you want to call and talk about like how you think that white people aren't as racist as they're made out to be or whatever that's totally fine but like just know that if you're really, like, here in 2020 and you're paying attention and you still think that white people aren't privileged and black people aren't killed for no reason and aren't, you know, like, discriminated mm-hmm. against still, then you're just not paying attention or you're blissfully ignorant. Like, yeah, that, and that's what I'm going to tell you. So, like, again, I will happily have this conversation. I think it's worth having, but, like... And it's just sad it is, like... It has, like, come to politics. Like, this shouldn't be, like, this was just a man who died yeah, from a police officer. And, like, that should be it. It shouldn't be, like, oh, well, was he blah, blah, blah. Was like, he a Trump supporter? Who fucking cares? He's evil. He killed somebody. Yeah, like, like that's what you should look for. Right. And Did he commit crimes before? Who gives a fuck? Not me. He didn't deserve to die. Yeah. That's, like, the bottom line. Like, and also, I think I'm going to... Again, I hope that somebody will reach out. I hope somebody listens to this and reaches out and says, like, we'll explain more about the sides of, like, we share the videos to spread awareness to make people pay attention. Or the people who are, like, stop showing my black brothers and sisters being killed on Facebook. Which is, I think, more the side I'm on because I don't want to see people die. I don't really either. I I I honestly haven't even watched the video because it makes me sick like I tried to play it and I was like you know what I really don't want to watch this well because I think it and also like there's a part of the world that you know celebrates this kind of evil shit like there are still people that are equivalent of KKK members that are like oh there are KKK members yeah and I just think like I don't know I think I'm gonna I think I you know again I'm not black and I'm not a person of color I have no I my opinion on this probably isn't important but I'm gonna say like stop doing it because nobody wants to see their you know friends their family people like them dying all the time yeah at the hands of people who are supposed to protect them so stop doing that post other shit 
Post the, you Post know. about your dog. I literally want to <laughs> only see dog things. No. <laughs> <laughs> My dog. No, I'm saying, like, if you want to, like, spread... I know. I was just kidding. Post your dog and then post links with donation <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Like, that's what you should do. But stop posting the fucking video, dude. Like, just, we all know what happened. And the video, all it is doing is making people like, oh, but did you see him do this? So that's why he did, the cop did this. Or did you see him do this? That's why, blah, blah, blah. Like, stop. Yeah. Everybody just quit it. Quit with the video. Post, like, helpful things, helpful links, helpful yeah. whatever. Be a friend. Be an ally. This conversation made me sad, but I feel like I, feel I know like this was therapy. No, it was. I it made me feel better. I needed to rant about it because I hadn't really talked to like anybody really about it other than like a few words. Well, a good thing you did it here and not ranted on Facebook. You know, you're so right. You should still rant on Facebook if you want. Tag all those like assholes that you're friends with that are like. Oh no! I'm just about to delete them. Right. No, I honestly just want to post our podcast. And, like, leave it there and then delete that. Or delete the app on my phone. So people can, like, go to my Facebook and listen to it. Hopefully we could, even though we're pretty far left on this topic, hopefully we can change some minds. Yeah, I, again, I, like, I'm saying, like, I'm going to tell you you're being ignorant. If you're being ignorant, I'll tell you you're being ignorant. But, like, I also want to have a conversation because I'm always interested in why people... Are the, the way, way that, that they, they yeah, yeah, why do you think that way? Why are you that way? And, like, let's have an open dialogue about it. Yeah. I'm all about doing that. I just, but if you're going to come at me with some just, like, blatantly racist bullshit, like, then just, you're not worth talking to. You know what no. I mean? No. Well, because the same way people think that, you know, our side is, like, refuses to listen or isn't open, it's the same for the other side, too. It's, like... You can't talk to somebody who hates a group of people because of their, the color no. of their skin. No, and I That's won't. A, like, yeah. it's, and it's not even healthy to, like, fight with someone. Like, yeah. you're not going to change their mind, mm-hmm. especially if they're older. You're not going to change. And I'm not right. trying to be ageist, but I'm just saying typically the generations who think that way are the ages of that cop. Oh, that's a, that's a good note that we should, like, that's another good little ending thing. Like, hey, it doesn't matter if you're older stop being racist like it like if i don't care if you were alive and like segregation happened your habits might be harder to break but they can still be broken because you're a person so like yeah and also like stop saying oh they're old it's fine yeah it's not it's not fine no at this point it's not we look we i have older family members who say things sometimes that are like not really politically correct i mean we don't i mean there's no, like, we don't have any family members that drop the N-word or anything like that. But there are things that are said, like, the older people in my family are sometimes oh, yeah. confused that schools are integrated oh, still. Yeah. And my family has never, ever just let that slide. Somebody is always like, hey. And you're you from might, Alabama. <laughs> yeah. They, and they, but nobody's ever, exactly, nobody's ever <laughs> let that go. They're like, hey, you might be 90, but that's different now. So, like, here's how you can say these things, and this yeah. is what you should get used to. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, it's it might be uncomfortable for a second, but, like, it has to be done. Or, like, because if we keep making excuses for why people then are, oh, their we, parents are that way, or, oh, they were raised well, that way, we matter. keep perpetuating the horrible cycle. Right. So, and it'll just never stop. So, it's not yeah. okay if you're old either. Again, don't be a dick. And teach your kids to be good people. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Don't we like nobody should like let's just end the trend that we're teaching black kids how to not die. Let's just teach people how to not kill everybody. Like, hey, white people, if you want to be it's a cop, it's sad that don't we do people. have to do that in general. Though. Yeah. Like, and if you want to be a cop, or no, if you have thoughts of killing people at all especially out of just like pure hatred don't become a cop right like just do something else that preferably keeps you away from people (laughs) like do something from home yeah literally but don't be a cop if you hate people don't be a cop if you don't want to protect people don't Don't be be a a cop cop if you're racist (laughs) oh (laughs) that was actually on point Wow, that was an iconic little jinx moment. That was. Well, I think... I think that's a good note to end on. I think it is. I think our slogan for this episode is don't be a dick. That might be the title. Don't be a dick. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Same. Okay, we're going to do it. Don't Don't be a dick. DB, don't... Oh, I was going to do the abbreviations for it. I'm so bad at... DBAD? Yeah. DBAD. Merch ideas. <laughs> Wait. Right. Oh, I would love that. We should make t-shirts. Hats, hats and t-shirts. Oh, don't be a dick. We could have cute, like, all black, uh, like, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, I love the all black hats with, like, white lettering. Or, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Okay, this was good. This I, was all great. This was really fun. And I'm so glad to be back together. I know. <laughs> Still trying to social distance. Mm, kind of. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You can only do so much. Right. Um, okay, okay, so we're going to post links for donations and stuff today. Yeah. And organizations or whatever. Yep. If you're listening to this and want to send us questions. And if you want any do Don't Be a Dick merch, maybe that'll be the thing. <laughs> yep, that's what we're ending on. Don't be a dick. Okay, guys. Well, have a good week. Bye. Bye.